three-game slate here on Friday. And, man, can can the preseason never end? I would greatly, greatly appreciate that because it has been extremely profitable for myself. We'll go over that uh, in a second as well as uh, some Patreon members. We've been absolutely killing the second-half showdown slate. But, um, yeah, if you guys are a first-time viewer, welcome to my channel. I do cover uh, DraftKings, uh, NBA Top Shot, prize picks, all that good stuff. If you guys are looking for more in-depth content, you can check out my Patreon linked down below. A lot more in-depth with, uh, you know, the main slates, the showdown slates, um, updates, basically all injury news. Again, that is linked in the description below. And the sponsor for this video, guys, is Prize Picks. So far on Twitter, have yet to miss. In preseason so far, I am 16-2. and two. Uh, Posted some plays for tomorrow. All three already got bumped. But if you guys are a first-time user, you can use the code DKDFS for a 100% match up to $100. All right, so let's quickly recap everything here from tonight. So once again, I told everyone on Patreon, too, I was like, I'm going way, way heavier on the second half showdown. And finishing 19th in the big tournament. Um, I max-entered everything. It's just the contests are so small. So petition to DraftKings. Make the second half showdowns bigger. But yeah, in my lineup, uh, the Seahawks were obviously trailing. So I went to Jacob Eason in the captain because we knew he was going to be throwing for majority of the second half. Played Nathan Peterman in there as well. Tuggle got stopped on the goal line. I think like twice. That was so tilting. Um, Darwin Thompson got stuffed a couple times in the goal line too, but did end up scoring one. And then I played both the Bears and the Seahawks defense. So another great overall day for the showdown, uh, second half showdown for myself. And then, uh, yeah, we made it four straight second half showdowns in our discord, four straight takedowns. Uh, we won last Friday, we won last Saturday, we, last, we won last Sunday, and we won today on Thursday. So uh, another big night for a lot of Patreon members. Again, this is my final tally for the second half. And just a couple more big winners here, uh, winning over $1,300. And then another second half, what, turning 14 into 86. Nice 5X as well. Uh, a few other big winners as well. So um, really, really good to, to see that. Um Favorite part of my job, to be honest. And uh, yeah, so that was a recap of the second half. Now, as far as the main goes, originally, I actually had a really good lineup, but I decided, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get really risky. I only played the big $10 tournament. If I had more uh, more action on this, I wouldn't have played this lineup. But I was like, you know what? I'm only playing one lineup. Let me just take a shot at Dante Pettis and the captain. He was 4% owned. He didn't play majority the first half. So just did not have a catch. And that's what, you know, th those that's the risk of playing a wide receiver in the captain. I talk about it all the time. It's high risk, high reward, especially when you have teams that are relatively deep at wide receiver. Um, a majority of the time when you play wide receiver in the captain, it's going to fail. But, you know, the one or two times that it comes through with a score like a touchdown or something, you have a chance to win big, big money. So if you do continue to play wide receivers in the captain, especially when teams are relatively deep at that position, you got to know you're going to lose the majority of the time. And I knew going into this build that I was going to lose probably 90 plus percent of the time. I was just like, you know what? I'm going to take a high risk play because I have way more action in the second half. So I originally had Darwin Thompson captain with Travis Homer in here, but I pivoted to get both uh, wide receivers in there. I had it stuck with that. I, I doubt, I'm pretty sure I would have been in the cash. Um, Geno Smith only played the first half, got a little bit banged up, had some ice on his ankle. There was reports that he was going to play into the third quarter. He did not. Um, and then the Bears defense, the defensive touchdown got taken away. Uh, they should add that back because that was very clearly a defensive touchdown. Um, but yeah, that was my main slate lineup. So again, I want high risk on that one.
All right, so let's talk about this three-game slate, and we'll start off with, uh, well, let's first take a look at the Vegas odds, all relatively similar. Panthers, Patriots, Patriots are three-point favorites and a 40 over under. Saints and Packers, 38 and a half over under. The Packers are three-point favorites. And Texans, Rams, 38 over under. The Texans are two-point favorites. So starting off with Carolina, what we know here are, um, what we know here is that uh, majority of, or it's going to be a lot of second and third string guys here. Where was the quote itself? It's in here somewhere. Um... Did I miss this? Hold on. Okay, there it is. Yeah, there's the quote. Uh, We're planning on playing most of our twos and threes in this game. So you're not going to see most of the starters here for Carolina. So you're not going to see Baker Mayfield, who just got announced starter, uh, most likely. Uh, You'll probably see a little bit of Sam Darnold and then uh, P.J. Walker, Matt Corral should round that out. Uh, Both Walker and Matt Corral have... Uh, rushing upside, but um, they're definitely not must plays. Um, we'll just go, we'll, we'll go team by team. So uh, Carolina at running back, uh, again, uh, McCaffrey, uh, I don't expect to play much. If you look at the snap counts last game for Carolina, um, you did see uh, Spencer Brown played the most. He played 21 snaps. Hubbard played 16 Lovett played 10, Bradwell played 14, Foreman played 12. So five running backs played, not the best sign, but again, Brown did play the most. And he's kind of, you know, a little bit farther down on the depth chart as well. So he would probably be the guy you'd want to look to there. A wide receiver, Moore and Anderson banged up. Marshall just returned. We'll see if he's going to be available. But you saw a lot of run for the back end guys for Carolina. Uh, Rashawn Henry played 47 snaps. Derek White, Derek Wright played 34, and those are two guys at the bottom of the depth chart. So those are the guys who got a lot of run last game. Uh, you might get more run for guys like uh, Shai Smith, Zelstra. Um, so those are all the wide receivers we're looking to there for uh, Carolina. All right, let's move on to New England. And uh, for the Patriots, I was looking at some stuff. Um, I haven't seen anything definitive yet. I would assume that, you know, probably you do see a series or two from Mac Jones, probably a series or two from Hoyer, and then Zappi getting the rest. So I would expect, you know, Bailey Zappi to probably get about half the game here. At running back, so uh, you do have five running backs here for the Patriots. Uh, Harrison Stevenson, I think they kind of know what they have there. So would expect uh, a lot of strong Harris and Taylor. If you take a look at uh, snap counts last game, um, they did only play three running backs and Harris, Strong, and Taylor. Uh, Harris played 21 snaps, Strong played 27, the two rookies. And then J.J. Taylor actually started the game, only played 14 snaps. You may see some Stevenson, you may see some Harris, but definitely the two rookies I think would be, you know, your top options. A wide receiver, you really didn't see any of the main guys. Uh, a lot of the younger guys are guys farther down the depth chart and a lot of runs, so... You had, what, five wide receivers play only. Wilkerson played 46 snaps. Hammond, 34. Trey Nixon, 51. Humphrey, 44. And, and uh, Thornton played 22 snaps. They're rookies. So, uh, again, it was more the back-end guys that got a lot of the run. Hammond, Humphrey, Nixon, um, Wilkerson, let's see, concussion. And he's not likely to play. So the Patriots could be a little bit thinner at wide receiver. Um, especially if a lot of their main guys don't play. So like I said, I don't have anything definitive news. At least I haven't seen anything on Twitter yet for New England. So we'll keep an eye on that. Um, 
Moving on to New Orleans and Green Bay. So, let's see. Do I have anything up for the Saints? I was looking for some Saints stuff. I couldn't really find anything either, but um, what I'm expecting, obviously, Jameis Winston is not going to play in this game. You have Andy Dalton, who's a veteran, played the one series last game. I'm expecting about the same. I, I think we get a lot of run for Ian Book, and then maybe some garbage time run for KJ Costello, who they recently signed. At running back, so if you take a look at snaps in New Orleans uh, last game, you did see uh, Abram Smith play 16 snaps. Divine Ozigbo played 21. Tony Jones played 18. Dwayne Washington played 18. So pretty even split with those four backs. You did not see uh, Ingram. You did not see Kamara. So, I mean, if it's the same situation as last game, I think like all four backs are in play. No real strong leans there for me. A wide receiver for New Orleans, uh, you did see, let's see, what was it? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine wide receivers played, so they did kind of spread it out. Uh, the most amount played was Quan Baker, played 37 snaps. Trayvon Smith played 26. So, and Baker is going to be out, uh, suspended. Well, actually, no, that's for the regular season. Um, so... I think he can still, uh, well, he can still get run in the preseason. But, again, it was a lot of the back-end guys that got uh, the most run for New Orleans. At Green Bay, so what we know with uh, Green Bay is they never play their starters in the preseason. Like, they, they never, ever um, run any of their starters. Um, and we did have some news, too, for Green Bay. Danny Davis uh, injured with an uh, ankle injury, and then Malik Taylor was waived. Um, and then... Uh, looking, I was just looking through some articles. Again, I have no indication that you'll see any starters here for Green Bay. So uh, quarterback should be Jordan Love and Danny Etling. Both have some rushing upside. I would expect the first half for Love and second half for Etling, unless we hear otherwise. That makes both quarterbacks good options. At the running back position, so um, I would be pretty surprised if you see Jones or Dylan. I guess it's possible like one of those guys could see a series. But um, B.J. Baylor was recently cut. So that leaves three running backs only for Green Bay and Taylor, Goodson, and Williams. Goodson saw the most run last game. Here, let me bring it up over on uh, this. Let's see. So Goodson played 29 snaps. B.J. Baylor, who got released, played 14. Dexter Williams only played 9. And Patrick Taylor played 19. So no more B.J. Baylor. Uh, that leaves three running backs most likely to see a majority of the time. And again, Dexter Williams got signed just before the start of the game last week. So I think you could see a good chunk of, of Taylor and Goodson. I think both make good options. Goodson probably a little bit safer, a little bit better of the pass catcher. Now, wide receiver, another uh, spot where I think Green Bay will be pretty thin. I don't expect to see any of the starters. So uh, you did see, I think, six wide receivers play last game. Yeah, six wide receivers played last game, but Danny Davis injured, not going to be available for this game. However, they did recently sign Travis Fulgram from the waivers. Um, now, I'm not sure if he'll play in this game because he signed, what, yesterday? But uh, so it's going to be anywhere from five to six uh, active wide receivers here for Green Bay is what I'm expecting. Uh, you saw a lot of uh, targets for Romeo Dubes in the, in the first half, but he only played really the first half 28 snaps. Uh, Dan Davis played 24. Amari Rodgers played the most, played 53 snaps, a majority of those in the slot. Juwan Winfrey played 29. Uh, Ishmael Hyman played 15. And then the rookie, Samore Toure, played 44 snaps. So if we just take a look at the snaps from last game, Toure and Amari Rodgers probably your best bets. But uh, I definitely have to mention Romeo Dubes, who they wanted to get the ball to early last game. Like, I don't know how many, let's see, does it show how many targets he had? Yeah, he had seven targets in the first half. So... They really peppered him with targets. Uh, so Green Bay, definitely a team I think you can look to here at wide receiver. Um, and then, yeah, let's move on to Houston and the Rams. So 
Still haven't seen anything uh, definitive for Houston. At least I was looking around at Twitter. I didn't see anything. That's the Rams who will cover in a sec. Davis Mills played a couple series last game. Uh, Kyle Allen is out, and he saw the rest of the run for Joel Driscoll, who they find, who they did move to quarterback. He's no longer a tight end in DraftKings. So we'll kind of wait and see. But if all three quarterbacks play, not going to be a lot that stands out to me at Houston. A running back was really interesting. I don't know why, but basically Royce Freeman was just like the bell cow back. Um, so if you take a look at last game, I don't know if that's going to happen again, but you had four running backs play. Pierce played 11 snaps. Dare uh, played three snaps. Marlon Mack played eight. And then Royce Freeman played 36 snaps. So, like, it just doesn't make a ton of sense. I know he's far down in the depth chart, but he's like a veteran back. I don't know. It's just really weird that he saw that many snaps. Now, if we do get the same snaps as last game, then obviously he's going to stand out as one of the best running back plays in the slate. I'm just not sure if we're going to get those snaps. Again, they do have four other running backs. I would assume they try to spread it out a little bit more evenly for this game. So, again, the, the Royce Freeman bell cow last game did kind of surprise me. At wide receiver for Houston, so I think we saw, what, seven or eight wide receivers play? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight wide receivers play. You did not see Cooks play. You saw a little bit of Nico Collins, who played seven total snaps. You saw most of the work, though, from the back end guys. Once again, uh, Weddington played 38 snaps. Uh, he is, again, a little bit farther down the depth chart. Let's see, who else got a good amount of run? Chris Moore played 24 snaps. Jalen Camp played 21. Philip Dorsett played 21. So, again, a lot of the guys a little bit far, far, farther down in the depth chart. Therefore, Houston got a lot of run. Moving on to the Rams. So, and what we know for the Rams is it's going to be a quarterback split this game instead of uh, Bryce Perkins playing the entire game. So, we have Wolford playing the first half, Bryce Perkins playing the second half. Obviously, no Matt Stafford. And again, with the Rams, they never, ever play any of their main guys. So, Half of football for Wolford, half of football for Perkins. I think Perkins is a little bit safer because he has the rushing upside, but both quarterbacks firmly, firmly in play. At the running back spot, so I'm expecting four running backs to play. So last game, you did see four uh, four play here for the Rams. You saw Funk play 13 snaps. Kalias uh, played 24. Trey Rakos played 10. Uh, AJ Rose played 14. So again, if we go off snaps from last game, Raymond Kalias would probably be your safest bet at running back. But again, I'm expecting four wide receivers to play. Now, wide receiver, this is where this is where I am licking my chops. I am ready to attack this. Got just so incredibly unlucky last game from the Rams. Only 10 completions. I had a low-owned Koski, a low-owned Akers. Uh, don't get me started. I'm still on full tilt mode from that. The one guy I faded caught two touchdowns. McCutcheon just ready to move on this week. So... Uh, Cooper Cup not going to play. Allen Robinson not going to play. Van Jefferson not going to play. Uh, Powell's out, not going to play. I would be shocked if Skronik or Atwell play. So we have Lance McCutcheon. JJ Kosku got banged up a couple days ago in practice. The last uh, that was the last update I saw. He injured his shoulder, but uh, it didn't seem uh, Sean McVay wasn't too concerned about it. So I'm under this. I just don't think he plays, but. Maybe we'll get some clarity on that before lock. And then we have Landon Akers and Trammell. And that's literally it. And the Rams also run three wide receiver sets the entire game. So last game for the Rams, you saw only four wide receivers play. McCutcheon played 53 snaps. Trammell played 29. JJ Kosky played 43. And Akers played 53 out of 61 snaps. So Akers and McCutcheon basically played the entire game. Uh, Koski played uh, over 70% of the snaps, and then Trammell played about half the game. So 
The Rams are going to be very, very thin at wide receiver, especially if Koski uh, does not play. Now, one thing to keep an eye on here, Jacob Harris. So they have him listed as a tight end here on DraftKings, but he's been mainly working as a wide receiver. Um, he was banged up. However, he did return for their scrimmage a couple days ago, and he did play in that. So we'll monitor that situation. But yeah, let's see. Do they have it on here as well? I'm just curious. Yeah, so they have Jacob Harris's wide receiver here, but listed as a tight end. Like, I don't know. It's, it's weird. But if you take a look at the Rams' depth chart, he was a tight end last year. He's, they try to convert him to wide receiver. But I think he'll definitely, if he plays, will get a, a good chunk of snaps at wide receiver. So the Rams are a team that are going to be very thin tomorrow. All right. And then the tight end spot. So I mentioned, right, I, I think uh, Jacob Harris is a guy we can definitely look to who will probably be uh, lining up a good chunk at wide receiver. Bryson Hopkins played a good chunk last game there for the Rams. Um, and quickly going through the other teams at tight end. Uh, let's see. I just want to see if there's anything that stood out to me. Uh, so... Jared Scott played 32 snaps for Carolina last game. Um, he's far down in the depth chart, but um, he did run a 23 routes. He was on in a 23 passing play. So he would probably be the guy I'd look to there uh, for New England at tight end. Uh, Matt Sokol basically played, he was the only tight end that played. He played 51 of the 62 snaps. Uh, now we'll see, like I said, Patriots, I'm not sure. Uh, who exactly is going to be available for this game. But if it's the same situation as last game, obviously you can look to Soko, who basically played the entire game. New Orleans at tight end. Not a ton. Uh, back end guys, J.P. Holtz and Nick Vanette got the most run. Um, again, they're a little bit farther down in the depth chart. For Green Bay at tight end, you did see, let's see, four tight ends play. Sal Canelo just kind of got some garbage time work. Uh, DeGuara did play the most. He played 33 snaps. So that's definitely interesting. Um, if he is going to, uh, play basically the entire first half again, I think he's certainly someone you could look to. And then finally Houston, again, we can't play a quarterback in the tight end spot, unfortunately, uh, for tomorrow, but, um, yeah, they got, they kind of spread it out. Seth Green played 23. Brevin Jordan played 20 snaps. Mason, Mason Shrek played 23 snaps. So not a whole lot that stands out there. But uh, yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up for today's video, guys. So again, if you have been enjoying the preseason content, just make sure to like, uh, subscribe if you enjoy Getting very close to 12,000 and hit the notification bell just so you know when I upload and do go live. And like I said, if you're interested in the more in-depth content, check out my Patreon linked down below. Appreciate you guys. As always, have a great night, and I'll see you all in the next video.